Good morning, this is Chris Shoemaker, also known as Yehuda Ben Shomer, and you're listening to Coffee with Chris, the time of the day where we share a cup of coffee and share a bit of the Word of God. Thank you so much for joining me on this Sunday morning for a hot cup of coffee and a hot cup of the Word of God. Yom Kippur, the Day of Atonement, is our subject matter for this week. And we go to Leviticus chapter 23, beginning with verse 26. It says, And Adonai spoke to Moses, saying, However, the tenth day of the seventh month is Yom Kippur, the Day of Atonement. A holy convocation to you, so you two are afflict yourselves. Now, that sounds kind of harsh. What does it mean by afflicting yourself? And, and, and what's this Day of Atonement in Yom Kippur all about? Well, if you remember in our Yom Teruah Rosh Hashanah discussions, that this sets us up, uh, that Yom Teruah sets us up for Yom Kippur because we reconcile things between ourselves and God and between ourselves and our fellow human beings. And it's a time that we turn over a new leaf. For Yom Kippur, the books are, are the, the books are closed, um, and we're supposed to have everything taken care of uh, between Yom Teruah, the Feast of Trumpets, and Yom Kippur, the Day of Atonements. So the Day of Atonement is a time where we reflect on the sacrifices that have been made for us. So afflicting yourselves is traditionally understood by several things. Number one, fasting, no eating or drinking. From sunset on the eve of Yom Kippur until nightfall the next day, it's forbidden to eat and drink. That's what is traditionally understood by that phrase, to afflict your souls. You're denying your body so that you can focus more attention on your spirit. So now, let me let me just throw this in here, that life over law. If one has a medical condition which fasting would cause them harm, the rabbis tell us that it's a sin if the person doesn't eat. And to save a life, the Talmud says that one may even eat something that's unclean or, uh, or unkosher if it will save somebody's life. So fasting. Science has shown that a 24-hour period of fasting once a year decreases the risk of contracting certain diseases such as cancer. So another aspect of afflicting, afflicting the soul is no washing. Now, we're not talking about cleanliness here. Of course, wash your hands, wash your face, don't go around stinking. But this is like, you know, bathing for pleasure. It's like a Calgon bubble bath, take me away kind of deal, right? So we're not supposed to, um, uh, uh, you know, wash for pleasure. So if one's dirty, one's permitted to wash away the dirt. You know, upon rising in the morning and after using the bathroom, yeah, wash. One may wash uh, one's hands in preparing for food. So it's not an issue of cleanliness. It's an issue of pampering the soul. You know, like, uh, you know, getting in a hot tub would be forbidden or having a bubble bath would be forgiven because it's just for pleasure, not for cleanliness. Also, no anointing. It's forbidden to anoint oneself with oil or use perfumes or makeup or lotions, or such items. And again, this is just to denote that we're denying ourselves of comfort and denying ourselves of pleasure so that we can focus on issues of the heart, issues of the soul. Now, back then, leather was considered a high luxury item. Uh, so the tradition in Judaism is that, you know, no one wears leather shoes. Uh, so during Yom Kippur, during the fast, it's forbidden to wear leather shoes because leather was seen as a comfort and a luxury in ancient times. Um, some people wear only socks, but others wear shoes made of canvas or non-leather material. It's interesting, during one Yom Kippur, I went to an Orthodox synagogue to celebrate, and the rabbi wore Chuck Taylor Converse tennis shoes because they were made of canvas and rubber and not made of leather. So that's just kind of an interesting, uh, an interesting thing there. So 
Basically, the point being no pampering oneself or display of wealth. This is a way of outwardly making everyone equal so that there's no outward distinction of classes within the community and everyone is the same. Now, we want to remind you that all these prohibitions need to be balanced out with some common sense, which Yeshua gives us in Matthew chapter 6, verses 16 through 18. He's like, yes, obey, but don't make a show of it. Don't draw attention to yourself. Moreover, when you fast, be not as the hypocrites of a stout countenance, for they disfigure their faces that they may appear unto men to fast. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. But thou, when thou fastest, anoint thine head and wash thy face, that thou appear not unto men to fast, but only to thy father which is in secret, and thy father which sees in secret shall reward you openly. If everyone participates, it's not a show-off. Seeing as it is Yom Kippur, it is well known that everyone is fasting. So the stipulation in this verses are not in context, and therefore they don't apply to this specific situation. Now, the last way that we can afflict our souls during Yom Kippur, the day of Yom Kippur, is no marital relations. It's forbidden to have sexual relations during Yom Kippur. Again, we're denying ourselves comfort, pleasure, in order to focus on uh, issues of the heart, issues of the soul. Guys, thanks so much for listening. Go out there and have a great day. Shalom and God bless.